0: Today, I wanted to talk about our 20s versus our 30s. Uh, We're both in our 30s now.
1: Yeah, first I think we should um, welcome people to our first podcast of Kale and Cabbage. I am Amber Cabbage.
0: I'm Keith. You're Kale.
1: (laughs) Great. Tart and expensive.
0: (coughs) Overpriced. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind, the big difference about my twenties versus my thirties for me is money. Um,
1: yeah. And just to clarify, um, twenties to thirties, we're thinking, um, we're going to compare just a few kind of experiences that are specific to you when you're a 20 something year old and when you're a 30 something year old. And neither of us have completed our 30s decade. Um, But I think we're knees deep in enough to know what's what.
0: Got a good feel for it. Um, I'm 34. How old are you?
1: I am 32 with the body and the mindset of a 62-year-old waiting on that first Social Security check to roll in. (laughs) Weathered millennial, if you will.
0: It's waiting for that pension um yeah so speaking of that money um yeah in my 20s I was broke as hell I think most 20 year olds or people in their 20s are um, I mean so between college graduation and age 30 I think I went on four real vacations in those nine years And they were all camping. Uh, So Reed is...
1: So you're just homeless, basically. That was a vacation. To sleep outdoors, like a homeless person.
0: Yeah, intentionally homeless. Um, But, you know, the idea is you position yourself somewhere novel. It's not like you're just in your backyard. You're ideally in a a, a state park or national park where they encourage that kind of thing. Mm, Um,
1: mm, Okay.
0: Or, I, I know you have a limited familiarity with camping. Um,
1: yeah, I don't choose to live outdoors. I've been <laughs> privileged enough. In spite of being black in America, I've been privileged enough to always live indoors.
0: Okay. So, uh, other than those camping trips, <clears throat> uh, four in nine years, all of my time off in my 20s was spent uh, flying back home uh, to see family. And those plane tickets weren't I, I didn't even pay for those. Those were paid for by my parents. Otherwise, I never would have been able to afford even to, to go home to visit. Um, so, I mean, cheap is fine. Camping is cheap. That's great. Um, I mean, just last year, in my 30s, in 2019, I went on two cheap camping vacations, and they were fantastic. Um, uh, you know, one, they were both not even a week long, though. Uh, you know, one was five days including travel days and uh, but the, the second one to the Redwoods was great with my friends four full days in the Redwoods um, and so that was very inexpensive but it felt luxurious and that's something I never would have been able to do in my 20s.
1: Yeah so I don't have a whole lot to say about vacations because I've never taken much um, in any decade but I don't know i think so i definitely had a, perhaps less money in my bank account in my 20s but also a sense of more financial freedom because i was completely in denial about my student loan debt <laughs> and as i enter my 30s entered my 30s my salary you know my take-home pay was certainly higher on a monthly and annual basis than when I was in my 20s. But I also realized that I was poor. And it was more fun to not know that I was poor. (laughs) And also being broke in your 20s forces you to be inventive, which can be fun. You know, how many different extra seasonings can you add to a 20-cent pack of ramen? (laughs) You You could come up with seven different meals. One packet... Of noodles with seven different seasoning combos so I think you're forced to be a lot more creative perhaps in your 20s figure out how to make money last Um, you have to adopt your sense of denial figure out uh, cheap ways to have fun however cheaper free yeah cheap cheaper free ways to have have fun and um, I don't know in my 30s yeah, I have more money in the bank account, but I've also, because of that, I think I've a, attained more financial um, responsibilities. I suppose as my income increased, I, I blindly chose to have more outcome <laughs> responsibilities. <laughs> it's
0: called lifestyle creep.
1: Yeah, so definitely some lifestyle creep. Um, and so I think that I was broke. Uh, in both decades, but perhaps it was more fun in my twenties. Um, I thought less, (laughs) I didn't spend as much time thinking about money in my twenties than I do now in my thirties.
0: Yeah. So you felt like you were kind of living on credit, maybe accumulating debt and now the, now you got to pay that.
1: Yeah. That's one way to look at it. I wouldn't even say, I don't know. I didn't feel like I was living on borrowed money, um, kind of figuratively or literally, although I, I very much was on the literal borrowing of money. Um, and I think it was just um, in my 20s, my focus was on having fun and exploring life. And in my 30s, it was more adulting, which means more focus on your financial responsibilities.
0: Uh, you mentioned food. Uh, the The grocery store has been a big change for me, having money now. Um, I mean, I don't eat steak every day now, uh, but what I'm saying is I used to make food decisions based on price, which meant I was making health decisions based on my income, which, of course, you know, affects a lot of people. It's not like that's a new thing to me. Uh, but now I can spend a little more at the grocery store, and let health play a role in my decision making. Um, I mean, granted, I'm on keto, so I mostly just eat cheese and bacon, uh, but but it's good cheese, and we'll we'll do a whole episode on keto sometime soon. We we both have uh, uh, engaged in keto. We know quite a few people who are using it and and uh, dropping a lot of weight on keto. Yeah, but
1: that's for another time. So thinking about money. And your, experience and your experience with money in your 20s versus your 30s. If you got to choose one over the other, which decade is it going to be for you? I'd
0: say 30s. I feel like I have more control now.
1: I think I'm going to lean towards 20s. Um, my ignorance and denial brought me a lot of happiness that I do not have now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so I also wanted to talk about... Uh... Friends, uh, making friends in your thirties is, is a is a real bitch. Um, it's way more difficult than in your twenties, and uh, to me, that's because of your circumstances. You know, in your twenties, you're in college. If you're like me, you're in college for ten years. Uh, so there are all these other people around the same age with similar experiences, going through the same thing at the same time. Uh, and so it's a lot easier to, to make friends. But now in my workplace, my coworkers are mostly Gen Xers who are 15 to 20 years older than me or even baby boomers. I, you know, and don't get me started on baby boomers. But my, co- I mean, my coworkers, they talk about golf, their prostate, uh, their ex-wives, and their kids. And some of their kids are roughly my age.
1: Um, so I think that the, the requirements for making friends is determined a lot by your age and station in life. Um, typically your friends come from people you go to school with or people you work with. And assuming you go to, um, undergrad to get a degree, You still kind of have a built-in group of friends, if not associates. But once you phase out of that part of life um, and you're going into work, depending on where you work and who you work with could have a real impact on whether or not you have friends.
0: Yeah, I just feel like I... There's hardly anyone in my workplace I can relate to. Um, I mean, I still have friends from college, but we're all spread across the country. Um, I mean, at work, there's like three people I can relate to that are older than 21 and younger than 50. And I, I'm, I'm friendly with them, but, uh, you know, one's single, uh, another has kids or whatever, and the third um, is like us a couple. Childless by choice. And we, we went on a double date with them. I I enjoyed that. But
1: don't remember who that was.
0: So so in my whole workplace there's you know, maybe one person.
1: So, um I mean I think that regardless of your age, mm-hmm. making a friends as an adult is harder than like elementary or primary age just because I think you tend to be a little more uh, gregarious and perhaps there are more opportunities to overlap with your peers as opposed to now as you get older um, most as you get older more and more of your peers age peers are entering different phases in life you know maybe they're getting more further ingrained into their careers or maybe they're starting to have kids Um, so I'm not sure I'm not sure which challenges are are specific to a decade.
0: Well, for me, I would say that friends, I definitely vote for my 20s. Why is that? Because um, basically all the friends that I have now, I made in my 20s. I've hardly made any friends at all in the last four years.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting metric to to consider. So with that metric, I would say that I have made, I mean, I'm very selective, (laughs) by the way, on not just who I spend my time with, but who I consider to be a friend. But I suppose if I could think of the people I consider to be a friend, I actually met them when I was in my 30s. Um, And there's a, you know, a, a number of reasons as to how that came to be. I moved around a lot. Um... And my peer group changed as my jobs changed. Or my colleagues, rather, changed as my jobs changed. Um, but, yeah, I do think that I have more meaningful relationships that developed when I was in my 30s.
0: Hmm. All right, so we're both one for one. So why don't you tell me about... Oh,
1: so so for me, I, I would say I 20s I versus that. 30s. Um, As far as, you know, making friends and my experience with managing the demands of a friendship, I I would choose um, how things have gone in my 30s.
0: Okay, got it. So, yeah, we're both one for one.
1: One for one for what?
0: 20s versus 30s. I don't know how to keep track
1: of math that way. I know that I voted for 20s once and 30s once. You got it. Are we combining your scores?
0: Nope.
1: Okay. I'm just going to keep my score.
0: You keep your score.
1: Okay.
0: I was just letting the listeners know where we stand.
1: Well, I stand at one and, and one.
0: one. Yes. All right. Why don't you tell me about your thoughts on careers, 20 versus
1: 30s. On a career? Well... I didn't know what the hell i was doing in my 20s and i still don't know what the hell i'm doing in my 30s um (laughs) i'm not sure when that'll change or if that'll change yeah i think that uh so definitely when i was younger i had more optimism i think straight out of um so straight out of grad school i think i was I don't know how old I was. I was maybe 25 or 26 years old. And, um, you know, there's this, ex- I had this belief that I was off to change the world. And mm-hmm. this ideal career that I had envisioned for myself was just one resume away. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's definitely some value to the optimism that I have, but there's also a lot of letdown. Because, You're a kid, and you don't know shit, and you don't know um, that grad school or undergrad um, doesn't really prepare you for a career. It prepares you to get the hell out of their institution, (laughs) Um, but not much past that, at least for the degrees that I attained.
0: Yeah, I definitely hear you. Uh, The optimism of my 20s has really been uh, beaten out of me and it's it's just all evaporated i mean
1: beaten out of you by debt the debt stick
0: by by debt and by the reality of the modern workplace i mean um i i've I've been in working in local government now for a decade and it's just a soul-crushing place to work um you know like i said it's i you know it's a lot of older people just coasting until the pension comes in, talking about golf and uh, their prostate. Um,
1: What's well, about that time for your prostate, Sitch?
0: You, well, you gotta got, be forty, right? I, yeah, I got plenty of time.
1: Mmm, mmm, less than a decade. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be poking your your booty hole.
0: <laughs> well, it's a medical thing, so it's alright. But uh-huh. so, but so I again, that optimism in my twenties, like that's, that's gone. I mean, I'm starting to feel like these people at work who are just like, what is the path out of here? What is like, this is a puzzle that needs to be solved. How long do I have to tolerate this until I don't have to anymore? You know, I I don't feel like, oh yeah, I'm going to change things and improve things and, and make, um, you know, uh, big impression it's 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 really turned into a grind um
1: yeah one thing i will i just thought of when i was younger even you know before my 20s when i was in high school it didn't take anything to get a job you just go in like you literally go into the place where you want to work you fill out a paper application you see someone actually receive it maybe even look over it and ask you a couple questions on
0: the spot. Yeah.
1: And more often than not, you know, I was getting those jobs. Uh, and now we've entered into the internet age where you, you just press submit and it goes into this black hole, just like where all your dreams go into a black hole and they usually remain unfulfilled and unfulfilled and lost, you know, just kind of wandering out there in the universe.
0: Yeah. I mean, if, you know if if the modern employer is soul-crushing uh, the HR personnel is the one pulling the lever on that I mean they they don't want you to have happiness or to find some success in life
1: um, yeah no human resources are often not um, not entities that like talking to humans or providing them resources they might as well be part of the legal department For all intents and purposes.
0: Right. Their job is to keep the company from getting their ass sued off. 30 years ago, they were called personnel management. And then the industry started calling themselves human resources to kind of soften their edge.
1: Uh, Ah. It still hurts when it cuts you, though. (laughs)
0: Uh, So, you know, that... uh, I I will say this. I, I do have a lot more confidence now than in my twenties, um, you know, there's still a lot. I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff. I don't know. There's plenty to learn, but at least now I know enough to put on a 30 minute presentation at a conference or to teach a semester of tech school. And that feels good, I guess, to have that kind of confidence in Mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I, um, continue to develop confidence in my skill sets over my career. And, you know, while I don't have that, that kind of the world is your oyster kind of mentality that I have straight out of undergrad and and, and grad school. Yeah. Um, I do have a sense of kind of surety in what I want out of my career and what is not just what I want, but what is attainable because I've been through shit employment situations. Um, but that has had value. That's helped me shape what I know an employer can or cannot do for me. Um, and what I, what a career for myself um, can look like. And I mean, you know, now that I'm in my thirties, I am exercising some of that surety in what a career can be by starting my own business. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no way I would have, I would have perhaps even felt pigeonholed if I had have done that in my twenties. So yeah, I mean, I think if if I had to pick one decade as far as like not just career satisfaction but understanding of a career and and where you are in developing your career. Um, I'd have to give a strong vote for the 30s because while I don't know for sure what the next three to five years are going to look like um, I'm far more I think invested and and realistic about what it, because I'm more realistic. I think I'm more invested in in that in my career now than earlier.
0: Yeah, I would also choose. Uh, I would vote for my thirties. I mean, I mean, twenties were a little uh, friendlier, but I I don't want to go back to being naive and you know doe eyed. Um. So I I I would also vote for thirties.
1: Okay. Um. So I'm at, what is my score? My score is 20s one, one and 30s dos. That's Spanish for two. So, um, I mean, I think that talking about our career especially and just kind of how confident we are, definitely it relates to our final sort of category that we want to vote on. Um, which relates to kind of who you are as a person and the kind of character and values and morals that you have adopted now that you're in either your twenties or your thirties. And it's perhaps one way to look at it is like your sense of self. And I like to think that or one way I, I could A more concrete way I could describe it is, for example, what do I want out of life and not just tangible stuff like how many cars do I want to own or clothes do I want to buy, but in the grand scheme of life, like what are intangible things that I want to acquire. And I think that those firm up with life experiences, which doesn't necessarily align with age. Um, I think just more life experiences help you get a better sense of what it is you're looking for in this, in this idea of, of life (laughs) and, um, and also, you know, what do you expect and need from other people, friendships, um, romantic relationships, and professional relationships. Um, And so I don't have a a kitschy little tagline for what we're, we're going to be voting on, but sort of sense of self, uh, the sense of self that you had when you were in your 20s and then now that you have in your 30s.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and vote now for 30s on this topic. I I think it's a no brainer. I've learned a lot about myself, um, even in the last four years, maybe, maybe more than i learned in most of my 20s, um. I I do think that a lot of that comes with age. You said it doesn't necessarily line up. My experience is that it has. I've had a lot of life experiences in the last few years. Um, much more so in importance, I think, than um, my twenties. And so I, I I would definitely vote for thirties on on this. I've I've learned a lot about myself.
1: Mm. I think that I learned more about myself when I was in my 20s and I became more confident in those things when I was in my 30s.
0: Mm. I
1: don't think really that my values or morals or, or needs of what I had of other people um, or just kind of overarching guiding principles and wants out of life have changed. I think that I have accepted them in my 30s as being okay
0: see i think some things about myself have changed in the last few years um i think i have changed
1: mature later in life
0: that's what they say
1: (laughs) that's what it happens (laughs) you start in puberty after everyone else
0: after everyone else
1: so perhaps you've just wrapped up (laughs) <laughs> the, lab, the last few here finally came out. Yeah. I like poked out, broke the surface.
0: So are are you saying you're voting for your 20s or your 30s? No. Abstain? Yes. You're abstaining. Yeah,
1: I'm going to filibuster this.
0: Okay. All right. Well. toss-up. Well, so let's wrap it up. Um... So you abstained for some reason. So you're two to one. Because it's
1: a democracy. And hashtag me too. I can do what I want. All right. My body, my choice.
0: <laughs> Reclaiming my time. Exactly. So um, you're two to one on uh, your 30s. I'm three to one on 30s. So it seems like we're in agreement that 30s are the the better decade.
1: It's the decade to be in. The decade to we're be there.
0: in. We are. I'm scared about my 40s, but that's a long way away, so I'm not losing sleep over that.
1: Is that. Are you scared because you're going to have your booty hole checked in?
0: No, but hopefully my student dental debt will be eliminated. Mm. I think that could make the 40s really bitching. <laughs> I think my 40s are going to be really bitching. All
1: right, we'll see. We'll find I, out. I think
0: that's the decade I buy a car that's newer than six years old. We'll find out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for Kale and Cabbage today. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.